Welcome to Don't Be Alarmed, We're Negroes, the podcast where we take a colorful look at life, diversity, and the game of golf from the other side of the green. Over the next hour and change, you will definitely hear explicit perspectives penetrating your ear. Enjoy! KZZ on the beats, yeah. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Negro, please. Breathe, Negroes. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. It's the COVID kid, E Mitch. And we're back. Get the week and motherfuckers is talking shit about that and y'all missed us and y'all are addicted and everything like that so welcome back. welcome back we're back and we're in the building and we have a great show for you it's all about the open but <clears throat> before uh we get to that um i just have something for all the fans out there Kiss my ass. I want you to kiss my ass. I'm gonna sing as much as I want. I said, Shoo, kiss my own ass. Kiss the whole crack. The whole thing. The whole thing. No, I just decided to get that get that out early. We going back to front. Yeah, I decided to just go ahead and get it out. You know. Wow. Uh, <laughs> you got to go front to back so your nuts don't get boo-boo on them. Oh. I was going to say, if you was a girl, you'd have an f- infection. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Yikes. Uh, we have a great cast with us today. We have all the hosts, the norm. So I'll just go around and introduce everybody. So we got the San Diego kid, the pro, the guy that can golf circles around everybody on this show right about now and do his thing. And he knows what he's talking about. We got Mikey in the building. Let's get Mikey. Yeah. What's happening, Mikey? What's going on, fellas? Thanks for having me back. What'd you say? I'll cook Mike on the porch. Oh, shit. Okay. Hey, I'm I'm ready for it. Mm. Homeless. (laughs) You'll be homeless betting Mikey on the court. (laughs) How much you want to throw on this, man? (laughs) I might have to bet against you, brother. Mikey's bad dad is 71. (laughs) Hey, but the one thing Mikey doesn't have that my guy MD has. Hey, she has that course knowledge, and she's just about as old as the Open's anniversary. So, what's up, MD? What's happening with you? What's happening, y'all? Long time no, uh, no podcast, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got the Maybe other an extra week with your old bag. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. We got the other San Diego player that is out there with his nips out. We got Booga in the building. What's happening, Boog? What's going on? What's going on? The worst part, I had a PSA until Marcus on that off-air comment he made. <laughs> but for Marcus, the PSA is, if you fucking a bra, don't let her stick her finger in your booty while you fucking. That's not okay. 
Oh. That is not okay, Marcus. That's one to grow on. You were right. Uh, it sure ain't. When her name is Murphy Creek Bag Nine, <laughs> what your brother can do. Better than a fist, I guess. Ooh. Oh, hell. Oh, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I can get too comfortable you with right, y'all. You're right about that. Hey, and then we got the cart partner, the player extraordinaire. The Red Bone Jones. We got sugar in the building. What's happening, Suge? Hey, man, I'm I'm like a couple shades darker after last week's round, man. It's pot speaking, speaking of getting fisted. <laughs> yeah, that, that course was fucked up, man. It was hot as fuck. Um, but you know, I didn't set the I didn't set the record for the high score ever in the tournament, so I'm good with that shit. <laughs> wait, wait. Was you close? No. Oh, okay. Who was at the high score? Fish? Um, I, oh, the I whole league? Remember. It was somebody, yeah, it was the, uh, the, uh, the whole thing. Someone got in the 130s before I was told. Whoa. What, what did you shoot? I don't, we're not going to disclose that information. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you shot. You to say, I, I know what I shot, motherfucker, but I, I, don't, I don't have to disclose that. I'm going to start, hey, I'm going to be like them motherfuckers in them, in, in, them, uh, in them trials and shit, just, you know. I plead Somebody the, put up a buck thirty. Holy shit! I put. I plead the fifth. <laughs> I plead the fifth. That's a lot of blows, man. It was, man. But it was. You know, I didn't get. I didn't come close to that. I mean, but you know, I'm. Uh, there's nowhere to go but up from here. Did you get on the last hole? Ten. No. Eight before that, and then ten. Some <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just putting that that round behind me. So fuck all y'all. If it's behind you, then tell us what you shot. No, it's cool. There's no judgment here, and we open and honest. Well, it was it was bad, bug. That's all you need to know. So More I'm, than well, one, there's one nothing. It was, it was 20, bad, bug. It was bad. Let's just okay. leave it there. Let's move all on right. to the next right. thing. Well, it was should, should. I think his yeah. handicap. I think his handicap is thirty, and he was plus twenty. It was bad. <laughs> but well, let's let, let's see if y'all could go <laughs> golf in that environment and see what happened to you. Hey, we'll be there in two weeks. You will. And, and I played in Palm Springs before too. and Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Vegas cooked my ass too. This what this was fucking like. This was like I'm gonna just say it, man. This was fucking like old South hot, like no humidity, cotton picking hot. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and, and you know you used to be in the house. Like, man, and you know what made me think, man? And you know I don't like watermelon. I was about to go ask if they had some. Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> wow. Just saying, man. It was hot as fuck out there. Okay. Well, it was hot as fuck out there. The next ten days, there ain't no relief in sight. Nah, no. But the one thing that's gonna be hot is this episode because we're gonna talk about. The Open Championship. So, Shook, give us a rundown of what we're going to talk about. It's all about the Open, baby. That's it, man. That's what we're going to give you. The Open. All up in that ass. We're going to talk about the court <laughs> and the history. <laughs> Y'all been on booty holes way too much so far. And the tour. We're going to talk, talk about, about the Open and it's all up in that ass. <laughs> That's right. We wide open on the open, man. We're going to talk about the past champion, the runner-ups, the field, some power rankings, the sleepers, and who the fuck are y'all picking? So let's get to it, man. All about the open. Um, let's hit it. Yeah, let's let's do it. Uh, we have a couple of, of, I guess, topics. I guess we could talk about Negro News. Let's, let's bring it in. Let's do it. 
welcome to the Negro Golf News. All right, so it's no secret the Big Cat is competing at the Open, and he went on a hot mic for his press conference, and he had a few words to say about the Live Tournament. Personally, I uh, I don't know how to feel about this, about what Tiger said about Greg Norman and the live and everything like that. But uh, he is standing on the on the stance that it is not in the best interest of the game and that the young players, he doesn't really understand how they're switching over and how the young players may never get to play Augusta and do things like that. So what say you about Tiger? And doing things, and then I'll I'll wrap it up with my opinion. So, uh, Mikey, what you got to say about Tiger? Uh, it was disappointing to me. Um, talking about guys not being able to play majors. I mean, it's their decision. Uh, the PGA has been a closed book. I mean, I I think my my feelings about the PGA Tour have been well documented on this on this podcast. I'm not a huge fan of the way they they do their business and. I just I, I don't like how he he's chirping Norman. I mean, Norman had this idea back in the '90s. He wanted to start a separate tour. And how do you think they came up with all the American Express stuff, the World Match Play, <clears throat> all that stuff was spawned because of what Greg Norman started wanted to do then was make it a global tour. So I, I just I don't understand, and I don't like the fact that guys keep chirping the live guys and saying they can't come play the PGA tour and can't do this and can't do that. And they're, this is bad for the game. I, I don't understand why that is. I, it's just, it's, it's disappointing to me. Um, giving more exposure to the game and more exposure to guys that the world wants, or it'd be nice for the world to see, try to play golf or play golf for a living. I mean, it's 2022. It's not 1860. Let, let, have some have some spice in the game. Let's let's bring more people in. And if the live tour does, and guys are getting paid a shit ton of money, who cares? Right. <clears throat> Definitely think that. Go, go ahead, bud. It and I can understand Tiger because if you look at now, he's the, let me. He's the only one that brings faces to golf right now. Sure. Okay. He moves. He moves the needle when it comes to viewership. Disappointed because if Tiger took back, if he looked back on his career when he first started, he wasn't at the Masters. When he went to go play at the Masters, they didn't want him there because he's black. They didn't want him there. His whole golf career, he had to fight for it because he was black. Are we going to have fried chicken and watermelon because you won? I mean, come on, dude. And and it's not like – it's like Jordan saying, I'm the best player in the world. So I can't change it. So Iverson shouldn't come in here with his cornrows and shit like that, like the league said back then. The league, everything's supposed to evolve. And that's the way it is. And you can't have something without not competition. And the PGA just tries to take shit over and make it only their way. And if well, that's the, the case, then black people shouldn't be playing golf. The thing is, it, it, golf. it shouldn't even be competition. I mean, exactly. if you're if you're a PGA Tour member, you have minimums that you're obligated to play, whether it's I, I don't know what it is now. It's 12, 13, 14 events, whatever the hell it is. So if a guy wants to play in the live tour and play in eight events over the year, 
and he still plays his minimums, I don't I don't understand what the problem is. If he exactly. wants to go get paid, fucking peace, cool. And, and Tiger for Tiger chirping guys, oh, they're not going to be able to dig it out of the ground and dig it out of the dirt, and they're already getting their paid. What's their, you know, why why would they even try harder or go work at it? That's on them if that's what they want to the do. Got me because no matter yeah, what, it's just like golf, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna play golf. Yeah, it's they're trying to rest on the the tradition and the laurels of the game and and make everybody else. They're going to try to penalize everybody else for for going outside that. But Tiger can't, and that's my I point. Tiger can't work on tradition because traditionally he's not supposed to be playing at all. Right. By, by he, saying, should, he should be a caddy. By saying that about the money, is disrespectful to the guy's competitive nature. Well, and I don't and care what anybody makes money. They're not going to compete. They're not going to want to try and do better. That's that's a bunch of bullshit because they're competitors before they got paid. Mm-hmm. Right, and Tiger had his had his free free membership to to Big Canyon, which is a pretty exclusive golf club when he was growing up. And he's, you know, a lot of that stuff isn't out there. I mean, there's a lot of people that that gave Tiger a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. You know, it, right. there there are some before when before he made it big and they were paying it. I mean, he had free memberships to to country clubs and access and all that stuff because he was Tiger. He was winning Junior Worlds. He was winning all that stuff. But none of that stuff comes out. These guys on the live are making more money than they're ever going to be potentially. And that's the problem anywhere that's what else. mad about. Right. And that, that I mean, it, it all comes down to money. And I think that if they want to compete in the future, they're going to have to be aware of that. And they're going to have to figure out a way to change what they're doing. If not, I think that, that what you're going to see is you're going to see more guys go get paid. I think you're going to see the live expand more. And you will see more of your traditionalists continue to stay with the PGA. And I think you're going to see more and more people go to the live because it's going to be a different type of an environment. Well, they talked about that and they said, just like the ABA and the CBA, they're going to have to, they're going to fuse together right now. It's all crazy, but they'll fuse together the way it works. The, the, the PGA tour has backed themselves into too big a corner do for them, to, I to, them do. To, to do that. I, I don't, I don't think they think, can. I think what Tiger's done the reason I didn't have too much to say about it, I think it. What I have to say about it, 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 I think it's part of the next topic in our news. Yeah. Well, let me let me get on Tiger for a minute. Hey, Eldrick, it was not too long ago that when you got caught with some busted ass bitches out there, that these dudes <laughs> was trying to crucify your motherfucking ass. Okay, and they wasn't taken up for you. A lot of them motherfuckers that were in that locker room would not talk to you. They turned mm-hmm. their back on you. There was only mm-hmm. three or four players that really fucked with you. So and the PGA did, and the PGA exactly. sure the fuck did not. The media crushed you. So mm-hmm. do not go and talk about other niggas' money, especially when you're not making that much money in golf, motherfucker. It's all your sponsors right now, right? So. Do not talk about making money in golf when you are not doing the same thing. Okay. You represent golf, but you are not getting money in golf. These folks are over there trying to make a living for their family and the people that they love, just like you did. And you gave up a good amount to that. Not that fine of a bitch. Okay. Now I don't want to hear no shit, no nothing. From a biggest billionaire athlete, you just became another billionaire athlete after you had to give up some of your money, and then you're out here talking about other people's money. Where did he get his money from? <clears throat> she she kind of alright to me. Where 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 does Tiger <laughs> get his money from? Sweatshops. Where does Tiger yeah, I mean, get his money from? Nike. Nike. Sweatshops. Sweat 
Well, I mean, I, you guys bring up a lot of good points, and the thing is, too, is that I think if you you if you did a contrast, if you asked a young Tiger Woods, um, put a young Tiger Woods in this position, do you think he goes to the live? No, no, because uh, he already he knew he was already that good. I know, right. but wait a minute. The, let me let me let me let me put the let me paint a picture for you, right? So let's say that Tiger Woods was coming into his prime right now and you saw the amount of money that's being paid. You don't you don't think that he would be tempted at no. a, a young no. Tiger? You don't not no. at all. You know why? Not because all. He, as, as soon as he as soon as he left college, he was a gazillionaire. Yeah. From Nike knew, from Nike, from Tyler's, from those guys. He 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 knew his worth. He I mean it, money didn't matter to him at that time. I'm saying, what if it? What if it was before? I'm, I, I mean, I, well, I guess you can't really say that. I, the I, money he got basically from Nike and all the sponsorships he got as soon as he turned pro was more, probably percentage wise, more than what Dustin just got to go to the live. Right. Yeah. Especially back in the late in the late nineties. I mean, he 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 probably made fifty, sixty, seventy million dollars back right when he signed right when he signed his uh, his name on the paper. But that wasn't from golf, though. Exactly. Yeah, but he, he but he still he had, had the money in the bank. The money now, was in the bank. Now, if you say Rory when he first came out, I might say Rory would go. He mm-hmm. a whole different tune. True. And he Same was talking Rory, shit though. too. He was talking shit too. Yeah, I, can't yeah, fuck I think Rory either. Rory has, when he when he was in going to school and all that, I think he would have went to the live if the live was available than mm-hmm. going to the PGA. Well, that brings us to another topic, right? So. Uh, the PGA is under investigation by the Department of Justice regarding anti-competitive behavior towards the Saudi-backed Live Golf League. What say you about that? I think it's... That's what I was talking about. I think this Tiger thing has a little bit to do with it because the PGA itself has... It's kind of like the, the in other sports coaches and management can't poach other players. They can't approach them and talk to them and offer them this or say this and that about their team to get them to draw some kind of favoritism away from the team they're already with to, and, and jump on another team. So what do they do? They send the players to do it. Mm-hmm. And you can't do nothing to the players. So I think I think it's a nudge from Tiger for the PGA. That's the way I, that's the way I took it. I, I look at it the same way, man. I, they um, look at companies who use lobbyists to kind of influence, you know, government officials to make decisions. Right. So, you know, I look at it the same way is the PGA is going out here and asking the players who are loyal to them to go out here and voice these opinions. I bet you. And I, I don't I don't want to say this, that, it, that it's 100 percent, but I bet you a lot of the statements that are being read and said are being written for them. And they're just speaking to them. It's funny that you say that because, and we all know, just like anything else in America, politics falls somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. And I wonder where the money trail is. There has to be a money trail somewhere because, oh, yeah. If you're playing golf, you you love golf. So it doesn't matter if if you're a real player and just love golf, you don't care about the live being out there because it's right. If you go, you go. If you don't, you don't. There's mm-hmm. no like they always say. Well, what are you giving back to the game? And it was the worst statement anybody could ever say to any sport. I don't have to give anything to the game because I worked my ass off to get here, mm-hmm. and this is my job, and I do my job well. But when this is start- some backstory 
money trail. They getting paid to say some shit to back the PGA. So when they started it's bad. when they started talking about players couldn't come back and players couldn't do this and do that if they went over to live, it was like they were threatening them. It's almost like two thousand one when Microsoft threatened not to give Internet Explorer and Java and all that to the yeah. other companies, yeah. the other PC companies. Monopoly. Yeah, because they were trying to they were trying to monopolize the market. And yeah. they had a, they had the same type of antitrust lawsuit against them for doing that. It was it's the same behavior. Will, right. Will it get worse if the live does get world rankings mm-hmm. and TV exposure? The problem is they're not going to get world rankings because all the people that are running the PGA Tour and the European Tour or whatever the hell it's called uh-huh. nowadays are on the official world golf rankings um, board. And that they are talked about make the that decisions. today too. The dude from the AG. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they said it would take a couple of years and live once it now, but he's part of too many boards that contradicts itself to mm-hmm. give live. So it, right. it would be interesting. So the PGA acts like it has money, but this live has money. So let's go to and court. I think that's the problem. Let's go to court. And, and, let, and, and, and we're going to squeeze you until you, you back the fuck off a little bit. That's, that's, that's where PGA is threatened. They're threatened by the money. Right. Like I, like I said, I think in, in past podcasts that we were talking about it is you've had the NFL, USFL try it. They're back trying it again. Uh, we They tried football over in Europe. It didn't work because they weren't going to finance it over there. The Europeans had to start showing up and, you know, market it and everything. It didn't work out. The live don't need none of that. It's It's back with plenty of money. Without the sponsors, this thing is not going nowhere. The and the funny part is my whole take is the PGA has money. They no just don't want to share it with nobody else. Well, they, yeah, exactly. Because the people that are getting paid are doing well. And that, I'll tell you one don't thing. Don't play golf for getting all the money. If the, live, if the live keeps, you know, for, you know, financing jets like these guys have, man. <laughs> that was awesome. Looking. I mean, if they're giving, they giving an amateur $40 million. Gone. What, well, how much money do you think is? over there right and you know what I'm saying? How, how do you know that they're not going to get the next amateur that is actually making a lot of noise in the golf world right they number we don't am, know number two number two amateur in the world Simon live right there we go but the, the, what, the what last gets me is what gets me is the pga is mad about saudi Arabia saudi arabian money but you putting that same gas in your golf carts in your cars all that shit's coming from saudi oh. arabia Politics, brother. Politics. <laughs> the one, the one piece of advice I would give the PGA Tour about this whole live mess is just shut up. Exactly. Shut up. Just, just you know what? Shut up. Stop talking about them. Stop giving them a platform, and be better. Treat your players better. Come you up with a better product. If you make yourself a better product, people will come play on your tour. Yes. Plain and simple. You know, no no amount of money, or I mean, obviously there, there's guys that are going to go that that are on the twilight of their career and they're going to try to make money. But if you pay your players better, you treat your players better, give the public a better product, you'll crush live because you have the history, you have the backing, you have the the upfront knowledge. 100%. So just shut the fuck up and be better. Yes. And just until like any the, other and, job in the yeah. world, yeah, it, like any other job in the world, if somebody's paying me better. With a better atmosphere, I'm leaving my job two mm-hmm. weeks notice. Right. Yeah. No one says all, anything about that. Sports. I was in all sports. I remember, in, as much as I hated to see him be successful, but a lot of players came to the Broncos because Pat Bowling was one of the best owners to play for in the NFL. Right. And that's football now. When you, when you offer something better, 
people want to be there. Mm-hmm. People want football to and basketball is getting there now, where the players have the say on what they're going to do and where they're going to go, and right. what they're going to make. Right. But like and Mike said, should. put a better product out there, make people want to be a part of something. Absolutely. Well, we're going to see how it shakes out. We know that there's some live players playing alongside PGA players, and it's going to have some some interesting weather. Uh, to say the least. But I know one thing. We've been struggling with some heat on this side. And the only way I've been protecting myself and keeping myself from peeling is using sunscreen from For Your Eyes Only Aesthetic. So let's hear from them. Hey, golfer, gals, and gents. This is Ashley Knight, founder and owner of For Your Eyes Only Aesthetics. Plan on hitting the links? Then you need sunscreen. 80% of all skin aging comes from the sun. So protect yourself while you're on the green with Image Skincare. Available only through a trusted esthetician like me. When I'm outdoors, my go-to sunscreen is the Prevention Plus Daily Ultimate Protection Moisturizer, SPF 50. A friend of this podcast is a friend of mine. So enter coupon code DON'TBEALARMED at checkout and you will receive 20% off your order. Again, enter coupon code DON'TBEALARMED at checkout to receive 20% off all orders. You can find us at www.youreyesonlyaesthetics.com. Again, that's www.youreyesonlyesthetics.com. Word up. Shout yeah, out I'm going to ask her if she got that. that, that <laughs> I'm going to have to ask her if she got that, you know, that, uh, that beige protection. Um, 300. Hey, that beige blocker. Yeah, that beige, beige blocker, blocker. 3000. I need that. I need that. Uh, I need that code. I need that as soon as possible. That SPF house Negro. I guess niece. I'm going to call it, you know. Yeah. Fam, hook a brother up. I need that beige blocker 3000. <laughs> Dude, you can get 20% off if you go on their website. I mean, yeah, isn't I'm, that good enough? I'm, yeah. going, I'm going tomorrow. Uh, go straight to the source, bro. We are going to the Open Championship. Well, we're not this time. But who knows how big we get. There might be a few Negroes there with Harold Varner and Tiger to hang out. <laughs> So here we are at the Open Championship, a tradition. It's a 150th anniversary of the Open, the old course at St. Andrews. Beautiful course, looks tough, and it's going to struggle. So we're going to run through the course history first, and then we'll talk about the past champions, the field, our sleepers, and our picks and stuff. Why are you showing midget porn on the screen though? Whoa! Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I don't. I don't know. But, well, I thought that was uh, midget ass cheeks. What is that? No, that is it looks like a, a helmet of sort, sorts. There, I hope. I got to move Zoom. Dog. Zoom sucks. There All we right. go. All right. So here, here we go. go. Here we go. We got the whole number one. So we have someone on this show who has played this course, Mikey. Give us an overview of what did you think about this course, and then we'll start with hole number one. Um, if you don't have goosebumps standing on the first tee at this golf course and you're a golfer, there is something inherently wrong with you. Uh, it's it's where it started. I mean, there's there's nothing more you can really say about it. It's it's the home of golf. It's where the you know it's the oldest golf course pretty much in the world, um, and it's. It's as good as it gets. It's it, it can play 20 different ways, 20 different days, or 20 different hours. It's 
it's a very good test of golf that uh, it's going to be really enjoyable to watch. Nice. So hole number one is a par four, 375 yards. Uh, one of the widest fairways in golf. Uh, this hole looks pretty much straightforward from what we're looking at, but there seems like there's a gotcha somewhere along the line. Uh, where that flag position is sitting, it looks like there's a creek cutting through the back of there. So they, most people will try to be aggressive to come in there, but if you're too aggressive, you might be in trouble. Gobbling them shits up. <clears throat> but so let me ask you this: um, since you've been there and played, Mikey, mm-hmm. does the yeah. grass does the grass change a lot? Like, uh, can, just, and can you it, tell where it changes? Um, it, it's hard. It's the the fairways are some of the times rolling just as fast as the greens. I mean, you can just, you can see a, a cut, a green cut where where the fairway ends and the green starts. It's a little bit of a change or a little bit of a color change, obviously, because it's a shorter grass for the greens. But as far as speed wise, they're almost as fast the fairways and the and the and the greens. Nice. Let's go to hole number two. Whoa. Okay. Par, <laughs> par four. Ooh, yeah. Par four, 452 yards. Um, it's called the dike. It is called the dike. And uh, that bunker that is protecting the green looks gnarly. Would not want to be in there. Um, you don't want to be in any bunkers there because the bunkers there are actually penalties. I mean, they're, they're all the revetted faces with the stacked sod on it. And it's, they're deep and they're tiny. And you're going to see a lot of guys going out backwards and sideways and (laughs) the sand is like beach sand. So it's really soft and they can't really get a lot of spin on it. So you'll see a lot of, a lot of what we think of as bad bunker play is actually really good bunker play over there just because you can't control the golf ball out of that sand as well as you can here in the States. Being out of there like peppermint Patty and and, uh, her friend. Pretty much. (laughs) Oh boy. Um, yeah, okay. Let's go to I don't know what what's another like typical hard hole here. I don't know if we'll have time to go through all whoa, this one looks crazy though. Again, them crazy ass bunkers. They got bunkers all is, over. In, in yeah, my oh, yeah. mind, in you my can't mind see them. in my mind I say this course should be easy because it's so open. Mm-mm. But it's so mm-hmm. hard. <laughs> yeah. Because the crazy so thing open. about the bunkers, I mean, especially the fairway bunkers, I mean, there, there's a lot of blindish type tee shots where you're hitting kind of over little sand dunes and things, and you, you just you can't see the bunkers. The bunkers are on the backside of a dune or the backside of a knoll or something. So, if you, you balls are going to bounce into them, guys won't be able to see them off the tee. They you pick the wrong line, you're in one of them. So it's it, and they're, they're high, they're hidden. There, there's a shit ton of them, and they're all hidden. It seems like, off, especially off the tee. The back wall is high, man. Mm-hmm. Like on a lot of them, it's it's you got to get that shit up. Yep, real quick. That's why they're they're actual penalty. I mean, you guys get guys play guys playing the U.S. Open, which we just saw. They're if they're coming into a green and the green's going to miss nine times out of ten, they're hoping it gets into a bunker because they don't want to be in the the foot long hay around the greens because it's easier to hit a bunker shot. Here you hit it into a bunker and it's actually it's it's a penalty. I mean you're you're, you're doing well just to get to get out in some cases. Mm. Uh, pitching wedge twenty yards out the bunker. Fuck it. <laughs> you can get that pitching wedge straight up in the air. Exactly. Uh, these par fours look super long. Uh, the number four is par four, four eighty. The ginger beer uh, looks like some rough shit all on the left side of that. I don't. 
just the color change. It's mm-hmm. just you don't want to be there. No. The funny part is my cart partner here in San Diego was Scotty. And we all know he can't see, so we'd be fucked going there with him because he's not going to know where no ball is at ever. That's why you get caddies, man. Exactly. You need them there. Shit. Fucking caddies are the best, though. I mean, they, they know all the story. If you get a good caddy, it's it's hilarious. It's just pure hilarity. And they and they actually pick your bag by seniority. So say the four of us or the five of us went out there to, to St. Andrews. We want well, Obviously, you got to walk it. So everybody has their bag sitting on the tee box. And everybody tees off and the most senior, the senior caddy, the most senior caddy out of that group gets to pick the bag he wants. So mm-hmm. he's obviously going to try to pick the best player. So he doesn't have to walk from hell and back just to, to find golf balls and everything <laughs> and down the line. True. So yeah, I'm, I'm going so out, we go out there. He's picking you, Mikey. <laughs> so we can't, can we go out there with our moto caddies? Uh, yeah. yeah. So do Number one, number one electric cart in the UK, baby. Hell yeah. I'd be out there with that shit. Rolling, looks. No, I'm little, trying to pay for a caddy for the history. Yeah, it's a little long to walk too. I still get a caddy, but shit, I'm, let's chill, dog. I want to sit and have a conversation. Let let the let the cart do the work. Mm-hmm. Uh, you gotta tip him at the end. Let him work for his money. <laughs> so we got telling you the stories. We got a par five, uh, par five, five seventy hole number five. A uh, little long, uh, but these golfers can can get that thing. We'll see if the wind has. Uh, seems like the weather is going to cooperate, but we'll see if the wind uh, has any factors on where they land balls. As we heard today, Bryson did hit a six iron. Uh, what'd you say, Booger? 300 and what yards? 300 like 305 yards, 240 yards. Something like that was crazy. Yeah, uh-huh. with with the roll. That's crazy. So uh, You'll see guys putting from like 50 yards off the green, too. That was, they'll be 50 was, yards short. There was, a video be today, there was a video today. This dude, he putted just to see how fast the greens were. Mm-hmm. It was a 100-foot yard putt. And he put it from the fairway to the green and got six feet from the hole. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. They play they play golf on the ground over there. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's go to uh keep going. Let's let's go deeper. Let's let's go on to the back. Like go oh. go to like hole nine or something. And then we'll get to, to I think the, it's like eight, nine, eight, nine, and ten is like a little horseshoe. I think they call it the horseshoe. Is this a is this a like a grate where they like wash clothes right here or something? Uh, it <laughs> looks that's like a bunker it. right there, my friend. That is Where's a, the sand at? Whoa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so hole number eight is a par three, one hundred and eighty-seven yards. Uh, doesn't seem that bad, but uh, that bunker that is guarding up front there in number Ain't eight right. is not right. Mm-hmm. It's called a high lipped bunker guards the front shit that's a that's like a that's like a chit like a you trying to talk to somebody you know at the club and then her friend is like you know blocking and shit the whole night that's what that, that's what that fucking bunker is right there they name their bunkers out there there's there's one bunker out there they call the coffin Damn. there's another bunker they call hell bunker i mean it's it's that that's how penalizing those things are mm. fuck that man Mm-mm. how many of us are finding those uh, all of us all of us <laughs> Okay, let's see what's going on with the end. <laughs> really? <clears throat> Whoa! This is called the end. Hole number nine, par four, three fifty-two. The end. Wow. Probably for for me, it would be. I probably after hole nine, I probably walk off. It's the end. <laughs> I'm not making it to ten. Uh, why is this the greenest part right here? It's kind of <laughs> near the ocean. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
Well, that's why they have like whenever you see or you hear guys go on the front their front nine, they consider it. Hey, we're going out on the front nine and coming in on the on the back nine. That's what they got that from St. Andrews because basically the whole front nine goes straight out. The back nine comes comes back in. So do the greens follow the do, do the so does everything roll towards the water? Uh, no, because you can see. I mean, all the, they didn't obviously have dozers and the ability to to adjust to shape greens and stuff back then. So they just it's all natural. Mm. Like the way, I, like the way, saw, way your hair boy, all natural. Mm-hmm. And which I saw a special <laughs> on it when they was talking about the history of it. Like it's owned by the city, like the people, and they had to fight this dude who tried to sell the land. But like mm-hmm. you see, motherfuckers out there like during regular time, like walking their dogs and oh, it's crazy. Cl- it's cl- <laughs> Boog, it's closed on Sundays. It's a city park on Sundays. That's what, yeah, they're saying like on mm-hmm. it's like people walking their dogs playing frisbee out there yep. and picnicking and shit. And, no, and the the coolest thing, play? no, the they nobody plays on Sundays. Wow, or at least that's the way it used to be. I'm not 100 percent sure now, but it used to be completely closed on Sundays, and it was a it was it's owned by the city. And the coolest yeah. thing is like. Eat, even when I played with my pop out there, they, we, we played probably on a Tuesday or a Wednesday or whatever and finished at 730 at night. And there was 70, 80 people just hanging around around 18 green, just watching people play golf. I mean, it's, it, that city is a college town designed around golf. It's, cool. it's awesome. It's, it's like the, anybody that plays, you got to make the pilgrimage there. You really do. Mm, I want to go. We would go if somebody kept to stop changing and keep going to Italy. <laughs> hey now. Hey, I've been. <laughs> this bunker must be the coffin and shit. Looks like one. No, the coffin's probably like a six by six. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that one looks terrible though. Hole eleven is par three, one seventy four. They looks to be like a twenty foot bunker right in the front. Yeah, Good luck to them. And look at the heels and the undulation going off every side of the green there. Look where that pin is. Yeah. And you know what's on funny about this hill, course? On top of a hill. It's funny about this course because this, this course, like when you see the green, there's no backstop, no back, back view. Yeah. It's so open, so it seems like it goes forever and forever. Mm-hmm. Like if you play like our regular courses that we play all the time, you can see the back of a green. There's some kind of hill or something that tells you that's the end. Here, there's no end to anything. It's all just flat land goes forever, so you're lost. I think there's like six double greens on this. So, God, Bobby, whole like whole 13 will share a green with whole six or seven or whatever it is. So, it's, uh, I think I remember seeing something that one of these greens, one of these double greens, you could fit, I think it's 14 or 15 of Pebble Beach's greens on that one double green. So they can maneuver the the layout of that green of six, 14 greens at Pebble on one of these double greens. That's how big they are. Everlasting gobstopper. Yep. Yeah, I'm this, not on this that. This hole is called High In, and um, maybe buy that hole. Be high? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it says it's still closed on Sundays. It's a tradition. It turned uh-huh. into a dog park. Yep. That's crazy. That's what I, said. I saw the thing on TV, and then like they had their dogs out there, kids running yeah. around, and yep. baby carriages. I know what happens when the geese are out there. I guess it's a mm. complex. Other courses over there. It says a complex of courses. Yeah, there's the old courses right here, right next to it. Like we're nine and ten. Uh, they have what they call the new course, which is I think three years newer than the old course. Mm. Uh, and I think they have six or seven in St. Andrews now. 
They said that all of them Jubilee. used to be closed on Sunday. Now just the old one is closed on Sunday. Hmm. They opened up the other ones in 1941 on Sundays. Shit, they used the old course for, I think, an airport in World War II or World War One. I. I believe it. Hmm. So much Great. history. Uh-huh. Uh, let's go to the next one. People are probably getting tired of us talking about the course, but we're giving you an inside look. We have someone <laughs> that's, that's right. here that went there. Motherfuckers, learn something. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ain't got nothing else to do. <clears throat> you like hearing our voices anyway. Par four, 465 yards, hole 13. The whole old cross in. Oh, uh, this one has the coffin. Is that what it says on there? Yeah. Yep. That's it. Oh, yep. yeah. The driver should avoid the rather, uh, rather really crazy. Ominous. Yeah, ominously named co- coffins. Uh, yeah, I'm good on this hole. And he was talking about that double green. That, that, there's about, six of them, so yeah. We ain't talking about the ones you get at soul food places. This is a, <laughs> this is a double green up here, man. Wow. There's going to be some tragedy on this hole. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, 14, please. I just want to, who's going left? Uh, I don't have to worry about going left, so we could. <laughs> I think I'd be okay on this one too. But yikes! Yikes! Okay. Long. Whoa! Par five, six hundred and fourteen yards. Uh, with an <laughs> yeah, out of bounds wall on the right, most players should aim their landing area, known as the Elysian Fields. The second shot should try to avoid. Hell's Bunker, one of the largest and most infamous on the links. So there's the Hell Bunker we we talked about earlier. The hard part, the hardest part for guys like us going over there is we're used to having trees and things and your depth perception. You can, oh, I'm going to hit it off that tree or whatever, aim at that, aim at that. It's so flat that you have no depth perception about how far things are or picking lines. It's, it's, you're actually like you can see on this picture that big steeple out there. Like guys will aim at things that are ten miles away just because that's the only thing you can really have. You can picture a target on. And it's crazy because this hole is 614 yards, but like they were saying, like the fairways are so fast and mm-hmm. concrete. You're hitting something at three wood and it's still going 400 yards because it just keeps rolling and rolling. Mm-hmm. How many crazy people do you think would um, that you know or have played with would take a driver off the deck on this on this long asshole? Off the, the deck? Off the deck? For your second shot? For your second? Not shot. anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> the wind is so fast. I mean, the fairways are so fast, and the heads are so big. Yeah, bowling it sitting up enough to hit a driver off the deck. I don't think. I still. But I'm sure somebody's crazy. a lot, hell of a lot better than me, Cam. I know some crazy fuckers that would. Are they good? I saw, I are saw, they on tour? I saw your. I saw Martin do it once. I, I, like I said, are they good? <laughs> hey, Martin, it worked, dude. I saw it work. Yeah, but if you're hitting driver off the deck, you still got to hit down and into it, and eat. And the grass has to give. The grass over here doesn't give. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Any, he, any pellets? I mean, it, it's literally hitting off of concrete. They could just. You didn't see him hit off the deck in St. Andrews. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think we were at Highland Hills. Shout out, <laughs> shout out, Martin for for yeah. doing that. But, For real, man, that was that was some cool shit, motherfucker. Uh, let's go to is it 
15, 16, is it 17? 17 is the road hole. Yep. Fuck that shit. The hardest hole out there. <clears throat> 17. You got to go across this road. What is that, a road? Uh, okay. Yes. 17. That, is that the first road? Par four, oh. 495 <laughs> yards in a road. You said Jesus built that road? That's what it looked yeah. like? <laughs> Look at those, the those stones are carefully placed. Wow. And you get no relief from it, so you're playing off of that thing. Wow. Yeah, so that's what I, like a, I yeah, did see Phil. I no, saw Phil yeah. out there practicing earlier off of this yeah. road. Yeah, and there's there's shots or there's highlights of guys that are six or seven inches from that wall that just hit the bank shot. You know, pull the tin <laughs> cup and just fucking bank it off there, back up onto the green. You could kill yourself doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or you can get it lodged in a very bad part of your body. Oh, no doubt. Never mm-hmm. be the same. Nope. Man, right. well, good luck on this hole. It's par four, four hundred ninety-five yards over this road. We'll see how many road shots we will get to see. And would you hit that? Would you hit that and immediately duck? Uh, if you're trying to bank it off the wall, <laughs> uh, one, I wouldn't be playing in the fucking British Open, so I would pull my golf ball <laughs> away from that thing. So. <laughs> True. I'm gonna hit it backwards if I have to. You just got to know where to land it, and we'll see if these guys, they're pros. They're going to try all kind of stuff to avoid and get around this this road. Um, what is what is 18? Is 18 the... That's the beautiful finish in the hole. Yep. There it is. City. <laughs> yep. Beautiful. Most famous bridge in the world in golf. Yep. And that's why I couldn't go on a regular day because I'm trying to chip away a piece of rock on that. that (laughs) Don't get arrested out there fucking around. What? Say a ball hit it and a rock fell off and you put it in your pocket and take a picture. (laughs) Your ass would be in jail. Yeah, man, they're coming for you. The cool thing, though, you can play that. You can act. Guys have done it. You can play this golf course backwards. So you can tee off on like one tee box and play the 17 green. And then go from 18 T box to 16 green and just kind of go back. I mean, you can actually play it backwards. Wow. Do you think it'd be, it might be easier that way? No. It just depends on which way the wind's blowing. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, man. This is a, a crazy ass looking golf course for sure. Like I said, if you, if you guys ever have a chance or if you have to go, just, just to stand on that first T box is, like I said, goosebumps, man. Goosebumps. Well, we have a great amount of past champions that will be competing in this tournament this weekend. And uh, some of the notables uh, that we will will talk about. Uh, the last one, so in 2020, there was nothing played there, of course. Uh, Colin Marikawa was the latest to win it. The runner-up was Jordan Spieth. You got Shane Lowry in 2019, Francesco Molinari in 2018, Jordan Spieth in 2017. We haven't, we, you know, he 2017 and 2021, he's, he's made himself known there. Um, Rory had some runner-ups. Kevin Kisner had some runner-ups. Phil Mickelson. Phil is actually one. Uh, Rory's actually one. Uh, Louis Oosthuizen. Oh, always also, a runner-up. Yep. <laughs> Tiger Woods, 2005-2006, back-to-back. Gotta love it. Uh, Harrington in 2007 and 8, back-to-back. That's pretty cool, too. Uh, so, 
uh, some great Tiger won it in 2000. Uh, some great champions out there. So, and some of those guys will be competing this weekend. So, should be fun. Uh, we're going to get to the field. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> there is some live players in this field. Um, I want to ask you guys, what are your thoughts on maybe one of the lift players finishing in the top five? And which one do you think has the possibility of doing that? DJ. Or Brooks. Brooks, yeah. Even though Brooks is kind of seems to be shuffling around a little bit. Maybe Should this be a part of our picks? Well, it it, it can yeah, we'll be, but it's it. just it's just a live. Just saying who's going to be in the top five. Like if they can make the top five out the live, right? Because my follow up question is is what will that do to the whole commotion of this whole thing, right? Like if a live player happens to win this, oh shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> PGA would be mad. It doesn't really do anything because they're already talking shit. Or what if someone? What if it's someone like Sergio? Oh. No chance. <laughs> yeah. All right. Dodge, no if Dodge stepped in and said Sergio's gonna win it, then the PGA shut down. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like if that's what I'm saying. Like it would be like fucked off. Yeah. Because you know his first quote would be like, "I can't wait to get off this fucking tour." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. And with that being said. Hey, fuck it. There's a lot of greats in the field, including the great Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, JT, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, uh, Bryson DeChambeau, and uh, a crowd favorite, Phil Mickelson. So with that being said, let's go around the room and talk about our picks, our sleepers, and any other odd shit that you want to put out there of where people are going to finish. So uh, let's go with Marcus. Marcus, who's your picks? What do you got going on? For the open, I've got Will Zalatoris. Ooh, wow. Oh, I did not see that one coming. I like. I it. didn't either. I had to back that up with something. I'd say John Rom. I like the Rom pick. Good, Mikey. Uh, I was going to go with Rom too. Uh, my guy to actually win it, Sam Burns. So he's guaranteed to miss the cut. <laughs> my past history so, <laughs> I'll still stick with him um, and uh, I gotta go with Matty Fitzpatrick I know he's coming off the it's hard to win back to back majors but fucking kids playing good I thought the same thing but like you said I back to back pretty tough well and his caddy sponsored by Moto Caddy so <laughs> Not that Love I'm biased it. or anything. <laughs> Booga, who do you have? When we talk about like back to back, Xander is just on fire right now. He is. And listen to his interviews and him just getting there and talking about what do you have to do. And he's like, just stay out your own head. I think Xander has a chance. And of course, I got DJ in there. Um, sleeper, for some odd reason, Harvard, Harvard. No, female as my sleeper for some reason. Hmm. But I got Hill Barner finishing the top twenty-five. I got Harold Barner finishing in the top one sixty-four. What? <laughs> wow. What? That means he's wow. pegging it in the first hole. Every time we talk about golf, so Harold Barner's not going to finish in the top twenty-five. I see a bet coming. I, I, I'm not going top twenty-five, dude. That's ridiculous. Because then you, you can all, you can get like thirty-six guys. So he could be tied for top t- for twenty fifth with like ten other guys. That's not the point. 
top go, 25. Go, so now it's what happened to 15? So you're like 20 feet. But it's the open. It's what happened open, to 15? Bro. It's the open. It's a lot harder. Than the Masters? You can play the Masters easy and you can fly over and play the open. Bullshit. You can get there from the East Coast in six hours. He's never played the open. He's been at the Masters. He never played the Masters. He played. He played that course before because he's known somebody who took him there, Jordan. Oh, well, he's played this course too. He's he's got a few practice rounds in. He knows uh, it. He's ready to go. Yeah, I can't go. I can't go under top the- five. Come on, shit. <laughs> no free golf this week, then. Oh. I can't go past top twenty-five. <laughs> sure, who you got? Uh, you know, I think I'm going to go with someone like uh, I'm going to go with Cam Smith. Um, and then I still I don't know, man. I I I want to say one of these motherfucking live players is gonna win this shit because I really do think that it's possible. So if my sleeper is probably gonna be Brooks, mm, um, I like you know it. would piss everybody off if like Kevin Na won. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah the total the fucking no namer guy, Kevin Na, yep. coming in as your open champion. Yeah, walking in puts the whole day. Yep, absolutely. And I always pull for my man Sung JM. I just like that dude, man. I like the way he plays golf. My pick is John Rom. Uh, I also think Jordan Spieth is going to make some noise. He just you always think he's going to make some. Noise. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know why. Um, uh, I have Harold Varner finishing. 232. In the top 25. <laughs> Thank you. Really? I, yeah, I think he, he, he's been playing decent golf. I mean, he, I think he can get there. Top 25 for Harold Varner. People to watch. Always be out there and watch Eldrick. I think Tiger Woods is going to surprise some people this weekend. There's a lot of not a lot of talk about him uh, finishing high. When you looked at the power rankings, he wasn't even listed, of course. Uh, but the man has won there three times. Uh, he knows the course. He saved his time. He wanted to build up and get healthy for this tournament alone. I think he can finish in the top 25. <clears throat> Tiger? Yeah. I think Tiger finishes in the top 15. Top 15? Yeah. Uh, Colin Marikawa and JT also to make some noise out there. Watch those players. Watch Louis Oosthuizen. There's a lot of people high on him. And the finish second win. in everything that weekend. <laughs> I got Louis top two. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and if we're going to pick a live player that can bring it home, I have one for you. Bring in Patrick Weed. Let's see what he does. <laughs> Captain Patrick Reed? Dude, Patrick come on. Reed. Captain Come on. Don't shoot all mad now. I'm not mad. I'm just that that makes me laugh, dude. Captain K man. Patrick Reed, Captain America. Let him come out and do his thing. So angry. (laughs) No, I just said fuck that dude. You don't you like there's players you don't like to. Only one. Yeah. Cool, and he's by one, bro. (laughs) Hey, you guys can watch this on USA and Peacock. Good luck finding out. The PGA has been fucking up on their coverage and it's been on all kind of apps and shit everywhere. But USA Network and Peacock uh, starting, uh, I think it's at 1.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time or Mountain Standard Time. I can't remember what I read, but I think it's Eastern Standard Time in the morning. Oh, wait, wait. Did you see what the PGA has been doing lately? What? Like last week's tournament, the reporters going out and walking with them after they tee off and talk to them, trying to get like live. 
Yeah. And deep coverage. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna start to see them them start taking taking things that work, man. It was comedy. I'm like, why is the commentator out there walking with him? Oh, you hate him. <laughs> just yeah. just have your coverage right. That's all I ask. So no just have it together and for us to enjoy and no bullshit. Thank you. Uh FedEx Cup standing Scheffler still uh ahead with 1,253 point lead. So we'll see uh, if anyone can cut into this with this with this win at the open. Um, yeah, yeah. And the ladies, just a real shout out to the ladies, real quick. They do play in uh, the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational. So the ladies will be playing this weekend. So there will be golf to watch. Started yesterday. Um, yeah. Or today? No, it started today. Today. Yep. Today. Yeah. Team event. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Very nice. Shout out to the ladies. Um, hey man, we like looking fly and looking great on the course. Kind of like we're going out to play the open. And the only way to do it is head over to golfgents.com for your weekend golf gear. So head over to www.golfgents.com and grab the Masters line, the Golfer Drip line, or any of a uh, any of the other fly shit they have. So shout out to Golf Gents. And Golf Gents is bringing us our front nine, and it's been hot as hell here in Colorado. And I've been on this ice cream kick here lately and just got back from New York. And so this top nine, our front nine, is favorite ice cream flavors. Like, if you go to Baskin-Robbins, Dairy Queen, any other, if you're in the store, what are your flavors that you love or that you remember liking growing up? So let's start with Marcus, man. Look, dude. What ice creams do you like? Like, uh... Nigga, I don't like ice cream, nigga. I'm a thug. No way. <laughs> <laughs> cream in my mouth, bitches! <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Strawberry shortcake. Like it. That, uh, what's that, Dilly Bar? It's like that vanilla ice cream with the cherry coat, the cherry mm-hmm. crunch, or crunch shit over the outside. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's that Dairy Queen. Yep. I like that shit. Blizzard's is pretty good. Yep. Uh, okay. Booger. Uh, I'm shocked that Marcus said strawberry cheese cheeks. That's my favorite ice cream. I thought it was and, pralines uh, and cream. Uh, well, I, uh, I, well, strawberry cheesecake, strawberry ice cream next, salted caramels, fire. And yes. I have no other thing to go with. I have to go with French vanilla. Mm. Mm. Yes. Not regular vanilla, French vanilla. Peek and Reekins, too. Oh, sorry. Who? Peek and Reekin? <laughs> I don't do any kind of nuts in my ice cream. So I, don't right. like I, my thought we was, I thought we was talking about a Wu-Tang song for a minute. I was, <laughs> Porter, y'all, okay, I got you. <laughs> Mikey. Well, ice cream to me, it's like pizza. I mean, there's never really a bad ice cream. Uh, but if there was a couple that I'd be stuck on a desert island with, uh, one would be gold medal ribbon from Baskin and Robbins. Mm. Uh, and lemon gelato. I could eat the hell out of that shit. <laughs> and he makes it too when his blowtorch works. <laughs> that was creme brulee. Come on now. Oh, my bad, my oh, bad. Shit. <laughs> uh, Suge, what you got? Man, I got I got a bunch because I, I like to the flavors out there, man. So I've had some really good apple ice cream in the South um, where it's kind of like vanilla ice cream combined with apple and it's mixed up. Cold stone, man. Apple pie, cold stone. Yeah, yep. Um, <clears throat> uh, y'all ever have Bluebell? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, man. There's a there's a factory um in in North Texas where you can go and you can just go there and chill. I don't know with COVID and everything now, but when I was younger, man, that was my that was Texas. Uh, that was fucking awesome. Ah, <laughs> uh, but you know what I'm saying. But anyways, if you ever get a chance to go there and check out that factory, it was dope. But they have they there's a an, another kind of um ice cream I've had before is called butter bripple. It's kind of like a Heath bar uh, mixed in ice cream, mm-hmm. um, butter pecan. Um, I'm always going to anything strawberry. So I agree with y'all on the strawberry shit. Chocolate marble is an, is another ice cream. It's kind of like it's vanilla ice cream that has it's vanilla. What did you last? The, it's the French vanilla and it has chocolate marble in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember that uh, shit. That's good. Yeah. And Deuce de Leche uh, ice cream is dope, too. Ain't that a wrestler? Or Dulce. <laughs> oh, that's Nache, Nache Libre. Nache, 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 right? Dulce, Dulce de Leche. Let me say I knew that. a female named Dulce once. Oh. Mm. Her name was two? Was she tasty? Nah, she just worked at the office with her. She was fine as fuck, though. I ain't gonna lie. Mm. Uh, Double Dulce, huh? I would have let her cream them up. Never mind. Whoa. Mm. Hey, uh, <laughs> so, uh, some of my favorites. You? Y'all remember Daiquiri Ice? When y'all used to go to, uh, they yeah. used to have it in in Baskin Robbins. It was like a bluish minish color. Mm-hmm. That shit used to be good as fuck. I don't know. I need to Never go find that it. shit. Daiquiri Ice. Remember that shit. And when you go to uh, Kmart, a lot of people don't know Kmart's. But when you go in there and they had that blue bubble blue ice cream with the bubble gum in it, the bubble gum mm-hmm. blue ice cream. Uh, I, didn't fuck with that either. I, I used to fuck with that too when I was young. You do two things out of that. So uh, I love butter pecan because that's what me and my mom used to eat together, and uh, it was great. Birthday cake ice cream, that shit is good as fuck. Mm. I want to go eat some of that shit right now, actually. Uh, <laughs> so it just tastes like birthday cake. Just tastes like birthday cake, and it's cold. Why not just get a birthday cake? Let's eat some birthday cake. I want my <laughs> shit cold, though, so I eat birthday Where cake you ice cream. Refrigerator. Put that shit in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, mint chocolate chip. Oh, you sound like my daughter. That's some nasty ass shit. Bro. What? <laughs> we got her an ice cream maker and thinking she gonna make some simple shit like chocolate, vanilla, or strawberry. She's like, I want the milk, the mint chocolate chip mix. <laughs> fucking eight fucking pounds of mint chocolate chip. That's the nastiest shit ever, bro. That shit's good. <laughs> you can eat that, feel right, and your breath is all right. Man, you get it. <laughs> Um, and then the the last one is cookies and cream. That shit is good. If it has, I can fuck with cookies and cream. If it has the right amount of cookies in that shit, I'm I'm fucking with it. Just name like thirty ice cream. Uh, yeah. Dude. Oh, so I got a question. So what's the the best spot to go to to get ice cream? Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Shit. There's a fucking place Bonnie, right here Bonnie, called Bonnie Bray is cool on University. Yeah. Correct. I would I would go with that one. Yeah. What the fuck is this? It's old fashioned. And they make it, you know. They make it there. Oh, just good old fashioned homemade ice cream. Good what call, you got, that, Marcus. Uh, chain wise, probably either Dairy Queen or Coldstone. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with with Dairy Queen. Dairy <clears throat> Queen is a state. You know what? Mm-hmm. Me and my daughter's favorite spot, and it's not thrifty ice cream, but it's ice cream. But we have a spot here that's been here forever called the Yogurt Mill mm-hmm. in El Cajon. Mm-hmm. The Leaning I mean, Tower Pizza th- Pizza thing. Huh? Is that that leaning tower thing down yeah. there on Main Street? Yeah. You never been? Uh, I've driven by it a bunch of times and never stopped in. You gotta go, <laughs> bro. And I get the strawberry cheesecake. They got the strawberry cheesecake chunks they throw in that motherfucker. Mm. Bruh. And I ain't, no, I ain't got no ice cream in the uh, Gasline District. 
<laughs> yeah, you got you go to Gordon Dallas and get some ice cream and shit like that. You would think they'd have some good down there. Yeah, they got some good ice cream spots down there, but I just like the yogurt meal. The shit's fire. There's a place by there's a place over here, man. It's called Andy's Frozen Custard. They have they just open it on Tower. They yeah. just open it. They got one out there on Santa Fe too. I used to go that to it when I was at work. Is it Menchie's a frozen custard thing too? You yeah. know who else sells a good frozen custard? Is Culver's. I don't Culver's know does too. Yeah, I don't know that y'all have it out there, uh, Boogie and Mikey, because it's like a Midwest thing and it's bleeding. It's bleeding its way towards the West. Yeah. What's it called? Yeah. Culver's. Yeah, my mom loves it. Yeah, they sell hamburgers and everything, but it's, they their their frozen custard is real good and they do different flavors and stuff, mix them up yeah. and they put them in pints. You can go buy pints or like a half gallon from them. They probably have some spot. I have to look it up. Think of like an old school diner spot, like yeah, an old yeah, school burger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's out of Wisconsin, but like I said, they just over the last what five or six, five or six yeah. years they start moving them out this way. They got cheese curds and shit. All that mm. shit, yeah. Uh, well, shout out to the ice cream flavors. Hey, it's hot as fuck out there. Stay hydrated. Don't get a heat stroke, and enjoy some yeah, shit. Ice cream trucks are legal in Aurora and Arapahoe County again now. You said they're legal now. Yeah, they're legal now. They just passed it, so they can start going back around into the Aurora and shit. Wait, wait. They used to be illegal? They've been illegal for like two decades. <laughs> Fucking pedophile Ice mobile, cream truck? Oh, yeah, yeah. pedophile in, mobile. In Aurora? They, they're, in Denver, <laughs> they can have them, but just not in Aurora and Arapahoe County, nowhere like that, but they just opened it up to Arapahoe County and Aurora. Bro, you can come out here, get you a little Mexican with a little dinga, dinga, dinga in the car, get you some shaved ice, some chips with some... <laughs> <laughs> Why did you make that sound though? Why is it ding a ding a ding a ding? Because he had a little bell. He had the bell on his shit, bro. He had no like. You fucking know John Wayne Gacy dressed up like a fucking clown, don't you? Jesus Christ. You're going to go to a mobile pedophile fucking ice cream shop? Talking about the one with the ice cream freezer on the front of the bike? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Dogs like that shit's good too. The Mexican dudes. That yeah. motherfucker's good, that, too. Bruh, it's got it's the fresh good. fruit in it. They chop it up and put the chamorro and all that shit in that's there. That's good. Tahini. That's just good, too. I don't know about all that. Yeah, the yeah. shit with the tahini is, is bomb. I can't lie. I, that I shit love is tahini. good. Yeah, it's good. Yep. Hey, but shout out to that ice cream. Enjoy the frozen milk and all those things. Um, Unless you're lactose intolerant, fuck up your booty hole. Yeah, you ain't never lying. Hey, they got pills now. You can take them shits so you don't I'm have to take I'm not lactose intolerant, my- my God made me perfect, so I'm good. Yeah, I'm cool with that too. But I know some of them. No, you know, most people should be lactose because milk is for baby cows. I'm just saying. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Gone. Humans, humans only. Humans only. Mammal that drinks another mammal's milk. Here we go. <laughs> you don't see. You don't see dogs drinking cat milk. <laughs> You never know, man. That might be one freaky cat. You don't see no dog building houses and shit either. Or airplane, man. <laughs> Milk is for baby cows. That's why I say don't give it to your babies until they're a year old because they'll fuck their shit up. Yes, it will. <laughs> yes, it will. But uh, in the same token, I wouldn't want my, my child sucking on my girl's titty till he was like six, seven months old. Like Ice-T? Years old. That's the best thing, the best thing mm. for you, though. Like Ice-T's kid? Not when you're eight years old sucking on the titty. Walking around. I, know I know grown niggas walk around Vassal with a damn glass of titty milk. Right after they work out. <laughs> IT, IT's wife got to go to her school lunch, man, to help out. Hey, if you see, <laughs> a, dude drinking, <laughs> you see a dude in the damn 
gym, wherever you go, and he got a Tupperware container with a mask, piece of masking tape with some words on it, that's not regular milk. One hundred percent. I'm not having it. You put a D to that shit? That shit's garbage. <laughs> That's drinking titty milk as a grown ass man. Unless it's, unless it's during sex. I don't, oh, Whoa. come on, man. Why do man either? Come on, man. Please. Remember on New Jack City where Chris Rock got high again? Yeah. Got skin milk in them titties. Her titty was flat. Yeah, he did. <laughs> you should not be. You shouldn't drink titty milk unless she's pregnant, bro. Come on. Bro. That shit's bad. <laughs> You never had sex while your girl was pregnant and sucked on her titties. I'm I'm done with I'm with this conversation, guys. They gotta put their pads in they they gotta put the pads in they bra because they should have leaked. Yes. (laughs) Woo wee. (laughs) Shit, I thought we was thought we was getting hate mail before, man. But goddamn, titty milk is good. You can't hate on titty milk. Um, He told me to put titty milk in that salsa. They all be jumping up and down about. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, wow. <laughs> Yikes. Oh shit. Hey uh I did try titty milk in my fruity pebbles once so. though. What? Hey uh Did you have a bottle? Like what? Then we're back. Or did you just bring the ball in? Did you just bring the ball in? Here you go, girl. Just let me get some. I, I, and you, you're asking questions. Please. Please. He's like, this I need was to get out of this box right now. So when I was married, I was feeding my daughter because she was gone. She had the extra milk in the freezer, but I had no milk. Like, hey, uh, baby. Yeah, yeah, what you need? Come here for a second. What's nah. up? Uh, I, don't feel like, I, don't, I don't feel like going to the store and it ain't no more milk. She was already gone, though, and I was feeding my daughter the refrigerated breast milk, and I wanted some cereal, but there wasn't no milk, so I just put some of it or another bag in my cereal, and we was good together. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, shit. that explains so much. Oh, boy. Um. Do we even want to talk about what happened to the Hard Knocks no, last tournament? No, no? Okay. no, not after that. I'm good. Okay. If you have some titty milk, you might have won, man. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a national shortage, man, book. Let me know that website. Wow. Well, uh, that brings us to our favorite segment, which I'm sure. I play with my titties a lot. Oh, Lordy. We're, we're... I not have no milk in them goddamn things. That's more like. <laughs> And with that, let's kick off. He got that carnation (laughs) condensed milk. (laughs) Wow. It tastes like hazelnut. I got that top line, bro. I'm done. I'm done. That shit tastes like top ramen juice. <laughs> <laughs> top ramen and big ribs. Oh, jeez. Oh. We're done. Oh, uh, like <laughs> the hate of the week <laughs> um, segment. Uh, I didn't have get any hate uh, this week from people because I didn't have time. Uh, 
but I'm sure we're going to have plenty of hate mail next week that we can address. <laughs> um, so we can go around the room and talk about if we have anything to hate on uh, for this segment of Hate of the Week. So, uh, Mikey, you got any hate this week? Uh, just just one little thing. Uh, working, just, just customers in general that have no patience for anything. I had a guy literally call me on a Saturday. Yeah. Called it. <laughs> Calls into the customer service line. Mind you, this guy is in Virginia, and our corporate offices and ours are in Southern California. He calls at 5 o'clock our time on a Saturday and leaves a nasty-ass voicemail because something was wrong with this thing. Calls back an hour later and starts threatening the whole, I'm going to go on social media, blah, 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 bullshit. And he's calling me on a Saturday like I can do anything for the fucking guy on a Saturday. It's like mm. Saturday at 9 o'clock. Are, if you guys are doing something on Saturday at 9 o'clock, are you calling a company to complain that you know they're not opening and then threatening them? It's uh, just no. fucking mind-numbing how stupid people are. Mm. So I, I just hate people. How about that? Mm, like it. These nuts. Pretty much. Uh, Booga, you got anything? I... <clears throat> it's hard, but no, I actually have no hate this week. Oh, I, we have another I, Gandhi I've been, in the I've been good. Oh. I said I wanted to choke somebody out, but I ain't got no hate. <laughs> All right, very nice, Marcus. No do you have any hate this week? Yeah, let me let me let me think of something. I don't want to be called Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> No, for real shit, though. I hate a motherfucker that's threatened by you because they're not doing their job. Mm. I may be better than you at the job, but that's not why I'm there. I'm trying to help. So I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help as a whole. But there's a guy that's threatened by a few of us that come up and help his division because they're kind of slow. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he, said, he lies and says little dumb shit to try and make it like we don't know what we're talking about and then have to come back full circle to do what we said anyway because that's the quickest way to get it done. Mm. So, yep, I just hate people that are threatened. When you, and just trying to be part of a team. And some people don't want to be in a team. They, they feel threatened by somebody that just wants to be a team player. I'm just trying to be a team player and the guy's threatened by me. So, yeah, I hate people like that. Choke his ass out. Yeah, I'm just trying to, just trying to work, dude. So don't I don't want to be up there any motherfucking way. I hate driving to Loveland every day. Talk to talk about his daddy because he ain't there. Oh. No. No, because he got HR and all that shit. See? Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, you can't. You, you got to watch what you say and do around people because there's a lot of motherfuckers that are run straight to corporate on some dumb shit. Facts. And everything's procedure now. It's not like, hey, Marcus, let me talk to you or... You know, hey, Eric, let me talk to you. That's not that no more. They're going by what the book says. And the book says to get rid of your ass. Right. So that's my hate. I hate a old hating ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of those out there, man. Suge, you got something. Yeah. I, first, I just want to say um, my hate starts with the way that companies go off and, and go do about layoffs lately. Um, I think a lot of it's really cold blooded, um, just going through some shit at work and just seeing how 
just how political shit is. And then asking people that are being let go to take part in future meetings. Like you just let these people go. So why are you rubbing it in? Why do they care about the future? Because you just told them their future with your company is gone. So I just don't understand the way that companies are are handling, you know, certain things. And so I just, you know, it just, it leaves a, leaves a bad taste, man. So that, and I also want to say, <clears throat> this one bothers me a lot, man. And I don't know about y'all, but uh, this whole situation with those fucking cops in Evaldi, oh. I want to say, fuck each and every one of you motherfuckers who didn't go in there when you were already in the fucking school. You're a goddamn cop. That's what you go in there for. There's a lot of people out there that wear that badge and they take that shit to oath. And there's a lot of people that have died. So, you know, trying to protect other motherfucking people and for them bitch ass motherfuckers to not even go through that school. You see the dude getting the hand sanitizer? Yes. Mm. Fuck that motherfucker. Everything that comes to those people, you fucking deserve it. Every single one of them assholes that was in the front of that school, the one doing shit, you deserve everything that's coming to your bitch ass. And that's what I want to talk about my hate. So if anyone wants to hate on that, come see me and pull up. The worst part is the dude with the hand sanitizer getting hand sanitizer inside the school and all the cops waited till Border Patrol came in and Border Patrol had to shot the dude. Dude, they were in there two minutes after the kid went into the school. And it took an hour. Over an hour. Yes. I was like, what's screaming? Those kids is screaming and getting bucked down one by one by one. They didn't have no they didn't have no fucking chance. Fuck those motherfuckers. Period. Um yeah. Fuck them. Uh I have some hate for the older folks, entitled folks. Um get your act together. Cause you might go to the upper room sooner than you think. Uh, I was on a plane coming back from New York. We're chilling. My son's sitting in the back of an older gentleman and he's napping. Older black dude. So my son's 13. He's not kicking the back of your seat, chilling and shit. This dude sleep from, from the beginning to the end of the flight back and forth until he was digging into a sack to eat his little nuts and shit. And so I'm sitting there, I'm resting, I'm chilling, I can't sleep, I'm trying to stay up and watch. So Kalen gets up and uses the bathroom, so he puts his tray table up nice, didn't do anything, and the dude gets up, like, turns around and is, like, huffing because the tray table moved on the seat. So I said, okay, I, I, that's strike number one. So then Kalen comes and sits back down in the seat, and, the dude, and then he lets out his tray table so he can watch his thing. The dude gets pissed off and turns around and is like, hey. And pointing through there. And I said, hey, he just sat the fuck down and let his tray table out. You don't own that seat. And he turned around and looked at me. And I said, hey, you can go. You can take a, a permanent nap if you want to. And that motherfucker <laughs> turned all the way around and did not say shit. And then when I stood up, he was like, oh, shit, this nigga's bigger than I thought he was. So <laughs> so then I think he was going to say something and he was like, oh, I better not say anything because this dude is is pretty serious. And I said, hey, these, these motherfuckers, these older black men, some of these older, just older folks like, hey, you can be set in your ways, but that's a quick way to go to the upper room because I'm not fucking with you. <laughs> upper room. Yeah, yeah like I'm that not old fucking with that we, shit. Remember that punk ass nigga we played with? Um, his name was Rich. 
at the golf course. At yeah, the he, golf course. that's how yeah. he was. Fuck that dude. Too. So uh, that older dude, that older gentleman with that Indiana Jones hat on and them fucked up ass socks that you had on, nigga, you can get these nuts. And if I see you and you say something to me, hey, it's on and popping. Uh, and so, yeah, that wraps it up. Let me let me add something. Yes, I don't I don't care what party has control. I don't care what party people vote for. I don't care about none of that. What I care about, don't fuck with shit that fucks with people. Let's do something about this pipeline because this diesel situation. I don't know if people are paying attention. This diesel situation is about to get real sticky. Yeah, it's starting to show, it's starting to show up in my industry, and these truckers are talking about they're about to have to start parking these trucks. Because fuel fuel costs too much. I got guys that were filling up trucks that I know, friends that own trucks. Two trucks, they fill up at the end of the week. It was three hundred fifty bucks. It's now a thousand dollars, and they're only and they're only making so much money for hauling loads. That hasn't changed, but the price of fuel has. And now they're talking about raising the price on our food. The little bit that you see in the store, I know you guys in California see it real oh. bad. The empty shells and stuff like that. So, we gotta do something about this goddamn gas. So, we got enough oil on this and under, under our feet in this country for the next three hundred years. So, let's 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 do something about it. We got people to take care of. For real, I got I got parents that can't be in a situation like that. I so, agree. And something needs to be done. It, along those lines, I don't care what party you're associated with or whatever. It really doesn't matter, Republican or Democrat. They're all playing checkers and chess up there, and they don't give a fuck because they're getting paid. We're all being affected by this shit. Get your fucking act together. Yeah. Period. On -hmm. both sides. Get it the fuck together. You're talking about people now. Right. I saw something today that it was people people in California are going over to Mexico to fill up because it's like average cost per gallon in Mexico is like three... 315 per gallon and like here obviously in the states it's almost five bucks a gallon i mean shit i paid almost six bucks the other day but people actually actually have to go into mexico Mm -hmm, to buy gas because it's cheaper and that's when you go around when you go around to get an oil change how many places are turning people away because they don't have oil Mm -hmm. it's getting it's getting bad it's getting real bad and and it gets me because when you look if you if you have a passport We'll just say that you travel outside the country. The way we handle business in the U.S. is so much different than the rest of the world. It's so much different than the rest of the world because our prices are high on everything, on everything. But you can go somewhere else, and like Mikey said, people going to Mexico get gas. Gas is gas. Gas is gas. Yeah. Oil is oil. So why would it cost so much more in the states than it does in Mexico? Because but you're the token, you said we have so much oil on, exactly, and so much oil on our feet. But we're the only country that sells our own oil to other countries, and, and we buy could it solve, from we other could countries. That, we could solve that problem, but we won't. We buy it from other countries, and the oil we sell to other countries. We buy shit. We sell our shit just to we're buy hoarders. it back. We're hoarders of the oil. It's not necessarily a hate. That's more like my PSA is: there's we're there's people out here while y'all up in them buildings back east fucking around. There's people. There's people out here struggling. Uh, struggling. Get your shit together. Right. Everyone that just get all the fucking antics and shit like that and everything like that. Hey, 
it's out there. We know it, all this shit, but we got to help the people. It, I've had enough. Yeah. It's frustrating as fuck. Yeah. <clears throat> so with that, I'm uh, we'll we'll wrap up the hate. Hey, we have a good song, good golfing gig song of the week, which I'll let Suge introduce. But our golfing song of the week is brought to you by the greatest electric caddy in the world. Moto Caddy got all of us right on here. And they have given us an M5 GPS DHC electric caddy. Downhill control, electric parking brake, nine-speed settings, GPS, onboard charging, and many other features. They have dope-ass bags to match your carts, and we love them. So head over to motocaddy.us and check out all the dope gear and push carts they have to offer. And with that, Shug, hit us with what is the Golf Gang Song of the Week. Yeah, we went, we uh, <clears throat> did some searching this week, man, and we, we found something that came out um uh, Killer Mike, and he hasn't released anything in a while. It's been at least, I, I don't know how many years, but it's been a minute since he's released something on his own. Um, but we got this, uh, it's called Run, and it's featuring Dave Chappelle and uh, Young Thug, man. So let's get into it, man. Speaks for us still. God don't like ugly, I ain't one to judge. Whole, whole lot of gold, Cuban with sun. Say I kept it solid when it's all said and done. All I know is keep going, run, nigga, run. Mama told me never fold, run, nigga, run. Like Jenny told Forrest Gump, run, nigga, run. The race of freedom ain't won, run, nigga, run. Had to make it out the red clay, run, nigga, run. The west side of Atlanta, yeah, that where I'm from. Outside, our hands on like a glove. Moving like my nigga Nori, eating on the run. Still an underground king, and that's worth the bun. Locked in like Rice Street without a bun. That's nice. It's a nice beat. Good mm-hmm. message. Everything. That's cool. But he talked about he was from the west side of Atlanta. Hey, y'all got to do something about Atlanta, too. That shit, they, <laughs> they walling out down there. Yeah, they are getting crazy, man. They crazy as fuck down there. Do something. They're, clo- they're closing places that have a wreck like this. So if they've had any kind of violent incident in, in like the last two years, they're shut down for a long time. So I think it's like a, a two year penalty. So let's get it together, man. People, let's uh come on, man. People have tripped out, bro. After COVID, COVID yeah. did something to people, bro. Being shut in the house. I'm telling you the truth. People, and we're only scratching the surface. Uh, it's, it's getting wild out there. So mm-hmm. watch out for yourself. So with that, uh, let's give our shout outs and wrap this up because some of us want to go to bed so we can wake up and watch the open. The gape. All right. Uh, book shout outs. Shout out to y'all. You know, family, friends. Much love to y'all. Mikey for coming on again. See you on Sunday. Um, other than that, life is good. So just shout out to the people in my life and I try and take care of and the people who try and take care of me. Much love. Nice. Marcus. Shout out to y'all, as always. Shout out to my wife and kids. Shout out to uh, Dave Chappelle. 
the reason I say that is because the brother got honored by his alma mater, and they named the uh, theater the Duke Ellington School of Performing Arts. They named it at theater after Dave Chappelle. That's dope. Was that his special whole, he had on? Yeah, yeah, and the whole backlash, the whole backlash behind it is the LGBTQ, the alphabet group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, they still coming after this dude, and he's standing <clears throat> firm on his craft. He's, it's 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 art, and I don't know. We've just been with this. Everybody's feelings getting hurt, and that's not what comedy was ever supposed to be about. Everybody, everybody's a victim when it comes to comedy. It's not to hurt, it's to make people laugh. It's to be able to poke fun at, at yourself, at us. But anyway, he changed the name to the uh, from Dave Chappelle Theater to the uh, Theater for Artistic Freedom and Expression. So shout out to that dude. I mean, he's like I said, he's standing his ground and he's trying to, he's trying, it's funny because he's trying to work with a group of people that were offended by some of the stuff he said, but now they've turned into everything they despise. And it's funny. This is now you're watching it and nothing's being done about it on the other side. Right. The worst part is for him, they got mad at him because he was talking about a good friend of his who was part of the community. Yeah. And her story. And it's just, it's crazy. That's like me talking about somebody black. And what's going on? And now Black Panthers and NAACP is mad at me over something that makes no sense. You can't make everybody happy. And that's what it is. So stay in your lane. He's doing this thing. Stand firm. This is where we live. We have freedom of speech. If you don't like it, get the fuck on and keep moving. It's not for you. Move the fuck on. That's yeah, fuck it. Your feeling. Fuck exactly. your feelings. I don't like liver, so I don't go to the store and complain because they sell fucking liver. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just buy the, I buy what I want to buy. Just don't buy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like if you don't like this fucking show, go find something else you don't that that you All like. Right. You know what I'm saying? We don't. I we don't give two fucks. Yeah. We don't. But yeah, that's what I got, fellas. All right. Appreciate it. Mikey. Uh, first and foremost, as always, shout out to my beautiful wife, my my partner in crime, Celeste. Uh, to you guys, uh, thank you guys for having me on. Uh, all my friends and family, and particularly with, like you guys were talking about, how crazy the whole fucking world is. A shout out to to all the cops and the first responders doing shit the right way. Exactly. Uh, you guys do make a difference. Don't let all this shit that you're you're hearing talk about your profession. You guys keep doing what you're doing and doing it the right way, and and you are appreciated and you are loved and you are respected. So, Shug. Motherfuckers complaining. The first person they call somebody breaks into their house is the people they complain about. Defund the police, but I need them. Right. (laughs) Um, And I never want to. I want to be very clear that I mean there, and I and I know officers out here Mm -hmm. um, that that do things the right way, and that that's the those are the people that deserve, you know, all the their flowers well before anything happens to them, man. And but there's a lot of them out there that ain't doing right, man. And that's all I'm saying. And um, you know, this, this world is, is dependent on the services that they provide, man. So, you know, I just hope that, that things change and that, that, you know, that people start doing the right things by each other, man, because this world is coming to a place where it's getting pretty bad, man. We talk bad about people it. in every profession. There's there bad is, people man. in every, bad people in every profession. There is, man. So Eric I, Chauvin, I, I agree with Eric you. Chauvin got 22 more years. I don't know if y'all knew that. Derek Chauvin got 22 more years. Yeah. 
Yeah. Say it again. Derek Chauvin, who killed George Floyd, got 22 more years for violating his civil rights. No, yeah. I'm with you. There's bad people yeah. in that position, but it's but yeah, it's different when you say my job is to serve and protect. Right. It you is. You don't serve. It's there are bad. You shouldn't have bad cops because that's your job. Exactly. That's all I'm saying, man. But we want to give a shout out. I want to give a shout out to my, uh, my wife, my family, um, you fellas, the listeners who fuck with us and respect what we're doing. This is for we trying to advance culture here and do things di- a different way. Um, you know, we don't like what's out there in the media and what we hear. So we making our own noise. And that's what we're doing on this show. So I appreciate y'all. I appreciate everyone who fucks with us. And if you don't fuck with us, go find what you fuck with and don't fuck with us. <laughs> Feel me? Yeah. So. I would like to thank my fan bam honey buns because I do do love honey buns. Them shits are delicious. Uh, <laughs> oh, I thought you were my different honey buns. <clears throat> those too. <laughs> uh, the game of golf. Uh, we come here every week and talk about the game and it leads us down many different alleys and great discussions and we just have fun, and I appreciate it, and uh, appreciate the clubhousers who 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 fuck with us and listen to us. Appreciate life and traveling, uh, rompers. I appreciate those. I like how they looking out there in them sundresses. Appreciate you. Uh, I, I appreciate all the fam, like friends and family, and everything out there. It's it's just. Uh, you you look back, you know, getting a little older, you look back and see all the people in your lives. I just appreciate it. So, you know, all you guys on this show and everything, I just appreciate y'all. So I'm in a different place, man. I don't know what, what clicked in me or whatever. Maybe it was a COVID that just woke me up, but uh, I appreciate, appreciate you. Uh, Appreciate my cousin fat cat for hanging out in New York and showing us the streets and taking us around. Boy, It was, it was a good, good time out there. So shout out to you, fat cat. We know you listen. We uh, appreciate your publicity and uh, all that. And then a special shout out uh, to my daughter, AJ, who turned 16. Uh, She's having a party on Saturday. Um, I'm I'm there. You know, it's it's tough because my baby girl is getting old. So uh, happy 16. Yeah, she is. But happy birthday to, to AJ. Uh, we're going to do it big for your party on Saturday. So uh, I am hydrating. Sweet 16. Yeah, sweet 16. So I'm hydrating now because I know what it's going to be. So <laughs> the band out there. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, FYI, the fat cat, I want to know if you still got that Koji sweater from back in the day you used to always wear it to see you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure he does. I know we um, do. <laughs> it was cold blooded, though. I bet you. I bet you pulled a lot of numbers, though. <laughs> wait, wait. So this game of golf is like the worst part is his roommate or one of his best friends was Rashad Salam, <laughs> but then he used to have that sweater on, and them two used to kick. I'd be like, "What the fuck is you wearing, bro?" <laughs> I was I'm younger than him, so I'm like, I don't know the style. Then sweaters, sweaters used to be the shit. But that's what I'm saying. Back then, that was those. That was the shit. shit. That was he's the like, shit. He was like a skinny ass biggie. <laughs> Yikes! Bill Cosby used to wear them before anybody. Hey man, I ain't even gonna lie. I used to want some of them Cosby sweaters. And and shout out to. The, the Nike Cosby dunks that came out years ago. Hey, if any of our listeners have those for a reasonable price in a size 13, I'm looking for that. So <laughs> they I came with pudding pops and, and, and rupees. <clears throat> Yikes. So, uh, 
This game of golf, we'll go back to what you were talking about. This game of golf, Eric, is like a, a female. You know you're supposed to leave her alone, but the pussy is just so good. You are 100% correct. You, you, you love, love the game and you hate the game all at the same time, but you would never leave it alone. I'm hooked. All of us on here yep. are hooked. It brought us all together um, and gave us a venue. And so, yeah, it's it's great. I love it. So uh, with that, let's wrap it up. Hey, you guys, make sure you go watch the open uh, USA. I got the, Network outro. And the, I got the outro PSA. Okay. Oh, hell. Y'all niggas still eat Subway after Jared did. So go on and listen to some R. Kelly, man, and quit hating. Yeah. <laughs> I still bump R. Kelly. I don't give a fuck. Because <laughs> I know some of y'all listen to Michael Jackson. <laughs> uh, and with that note, should go ahead and wrap it up. I like it. Show yeah. your bed. Show your bed. Um, so I know, I know, uh, I just want to say this, man. I know that some of us get passionate, especially myself, man, when we're talking about certain things. <laughs> That's, that's what this show is about, man. It's a venue to really kind of release and let go, man. And, you know, there's a lot of things that, that you know, people express themselves a lot of different ways. And, you know, I think this is we're trying to bring a different a different view, a different um, voice to golf man, and, and to the culture of all the things that that make up um, why we're involved in golf. You know, the, the fashion, the 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 shoes you know, the, the politics behind golf, all the things we talk about, man, is, is because they're important to us and we appreciate the listeners for fucking with us. And so mm-hmm. if you, again, if y'all fuck with us, tell somebody else, man, so they can too. So, um, you know, that's important to us. Um, we appreciate y'all and, and keep giving us the feedback. We'll have some, you know, we're, we're trying to bring y'all some different things. So look forward, uh, to some things coming up here soon. Um, you know, and we appreciate y'all uh, for for riding with us, man. And make sure you take care of each other. Check in on your folks. And on that note, we out. The most loving thing to do is to share your bed with someone. Fucking <laughs> 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 nightmares. <laughs> Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. This is El Negro. Negro.